up, all you grind timers, 25 on 19. You know why I'm wearing this today? Because it's a championship show. Now, I got to take that off because I'll self-contaminate myself with whatever I got, and I'm not talking to COVID. But hope everybody's doing good out there on this uh, fabulous Wednesday. It's the 25th, so we'll uh, shine the 25 on there. Joined us out. Joined as always, uh, Nick. You there? Or are you just bugging me on the phone? I'm I'm here, bro. How you doing? You I'm a doing good. good. Day I'm doing good. You saw you saw um, what I got into uh, earlier. Um, it's uh, I, I did. I showed you the video, and it's like when. What do I tell you? If you don't like something and you want to change it, what do you put into it? So. Uh, Short game's not there right now, so I just installed a little 27-yard uh, hole in the backyard. First hole at DMAC Gardens. Um, stay tuned. But short game will be improve uh, early. I, I played the Orchards today with Jeff Lesson. Um, beautiful. Wow, it's in great shape. How's the short game? Yeah, I played there back in the day. I played there a couple times. Um, great course. What is it? In, is it Washington? Is that where it's at? Yeah. Washington yeah. or something? That's right. Isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's nice, absolutely. man. How did you play? Uh, do, you, do you have a – you know, it's funny. I was talking to – Father's Day we were having this conversation, and I was talking with my brother about – he's like, oh, you know, is Matt good to play with? And I'm like, yeah, like he's super consistent. The, you know, a hundred times we've played together. I think I've only seen him duff a couple, two, three, four shots, just like straight chunked. Um, and then I saw a couple more yesterday. What was going on? Yeah, I'm working on stuff though, but I wasn't as bad as you. You didn't even compete. Just for an update on the rat tail. Yeah, I'll have to go and get it done myself because this guy couldn't even. He couldn't even sniff. He might as well played left-handed yesterday. There's no way. That's the worst you played. But uh, but again, I told you, oh, Chris was going to get you. You got to see that track a few times, bro. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't prepared. That's essentially what it comes down to. The greens were the nice, probably some of the nicest greens I've ever played. I didn't see a single divot. Putting was atrocious um, just because it, it was. Never played the course before. And, you know, you get in that funk, you start working on different things and grips and stances. And the next thing I know, I don't know what I'm doing. So there was a couple great shots, but a couple just terrible. And I didn't have uh, I didn't have you there to yell at me to tell me to keep my head down. You didn't do that to, like, the 12th hole or something. So I, I this is your fault. This is on you. And then blame it on everybody else, sort of like what we yep. do. But we did tell everybody, though, there was a Perry sighting. And pretty much, you got parried. He tried to contaminate me early, but I fought it off on the back nine. You, it was like COVID. It just infected you throughout the round. So, ladies and gentlemen, officially, there's been a Perry Bellucci sighting. That's for you, Alan Schaefer. Um, that's Perry's mom on the show, anyways. Um, just so everybody knows that Perry is alive and uh, ready to do nothing. So, that's good, right, Nick? That's right, man. He's, you know, back to his normal form. He looks exactly the same. He looks great. Uh, you know, he's ready to rock to come in there and be positive Perry. So I'm excited for it. Throw some stuff yeah, his way. Scott, I, uh, I don't 
put on my shirt because uh, I wore it last night. I was so stoked to wear my uh, shout out to our boy uh, Phil Montgomery, a Miracle Flow for the Team Miracle Flow 25 shirts that I got. You'll see some pictures of it. And restocked in the Miracle Flow, bro. Restocked in the Miracle Flow. So the Moulet is still there. Um, it's still there. It'll probably come out before the end of the show. It's hotter than balls in here. Anyways, anyways, championship Wednesday, wore it out. And why might you ask? Well, all you grind type fans out there, 25 on 19 wouldn't know this, but if you go back in the archives, we have a friend. We have a very, very talented, accomplished friend. We have lots of them, okay? But this young man, let me just say, this is the greatest compliment I can give him. If grind time is going to represent in Congress or in the government or whatever, I'm sending this young man. Not only is he from Pinckney, Michigan, and just tears it up out there in the world, freestyle snowboarding, downhill, fast as a mother, trying to avoid trees. Yeah, he's the guy. You know him. You love him. I do. He's the shredder. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen, Pinckney Zone, Jake the Shredder better what's, what's up buddy <laughs> what's going on guys thanks for the intro man how we living well dude see see hollywood you're not disappointing me at all right there look behind you and <laughs> somebody somebody at your age because what are you 21 or 22 now do you uh do you age since 22 yes this yeah. young man is 22 and let me say he he could he's an old soul so um Tell me a little bit about what uh, what's going on. Where are you at right now? And uh, are you in the middle of training or are you in the middle of, uh, of relaxing? Or where are you at as far as uh, an Olympic competitive snowboarding athlete? Yeah. Um, so actually where I'm at right now, I'm, um, let's see. If, I don't know if I'll flip it around. I'll show it like this. I'm at my buddy's place. I'm lucky enough. I'm out on the lake right now. Uh, we just got um, done. We just got done filming. Uh, we're, I'm working on a, a little production that's going to lead into the Olympics. And so I'm just trying to, as I'm training, I'm taking a little bit of time off just the fitness right now, just to try to prep and get my body ready for what's about to happen um, in these next year and a half leading to the Olympics. But honestly, right now, man, I'm trying to just enjoy this COVID. This COVID thing has given me just a, an opportunity just to kind of relax. And so I'm trying to take advantage of that while I can. And uh, mentally and physically gear up for the next like year and a half. I got so. Well, that you know, and that's very important. And you know, guys, I want you to realize when we're talking to Jake, he's beyond his years. Where he realizes now at such a young age, you know, in a sport that you know has injuries, um, you know, they're around the corner. So being in shape um, is important. What? Uh, where were you? And what were you doing in on March tenth, eleventh, twelfth, or when this all came down? Because uh, I yeah. remember you were you. Where were you? Switzerland and doing this yeah. and doing that. Norway, um, following up on your Instagram account. But uh, where were you when it dropped, and and how immediately did things change for you? It was crazy because honestly, I'm not like, I try not to ever like even the stuff that's going on in the world. I try to just like, I really don't even watch the news. I try not to really worry about it. So this COVID stuff, I was overseas. I was in Spain and you know, I'm talking, we're trying to compete the last two races of the season. 
and you know just our mind are trying to be laser focused on what you need to focus on to to win and i'm ta- i'm calling back home and they're saying like guys like it's real like this there's a sickness or something overseas right now like right where you guys are at and obviously our coaches knew about it but we're not we're just being like vigilant on washing our hands but we really weren't trying to full on freak out yet um and then but it came to we we finished our race in spain and it was starting to break out really bad in spain and but we had one more race in switzerland and the usoc was trying to make the olympic committee was trying to make a decision if they were going to let us compete or not um at the last race in switzerland and so we were all like it was i remember we raced on a, a a saturday and it was a thursday it was a thursday morning and we were supposed to have training that day and I like I remember my coach. I've never been woken up, Darren. I don't know if you can if you've ever been woken up at about 4 a.m. by your coach in a hotel room. But I normally it's not good. Normally, if your coach is coming to wake you up uh, at 4 a.m. in your room, you either did something wrong or something happened. And so I knew right away. I'm like, oh shit! Like what what's going on? And so he's like, hey, like I know it's early. Just like come downstairs. And he kind of broke the news. He's like, guys, like we're gonna have to miss this last competition of the season. Um, and like but like our president made a remark last night that says he's going to travel or ban travel. And so like, we just had to like get home as fast as we could. So man, at 4am, my coach rolled through, woke us up and I packed, we all packed all my stuff and, uh, or all of our stuff. And we sent, we got home um, as fast as we could, but honestly the USOC and the, and the Olympic committee made a really good decision to get us out of there as fast as we could. Um, even though we had to miss the last race of the season, which is a bummer. Uh, me personally, I was, I finished 14th overall in the world but I was looking to break that top 10. And so um, I, was, I was really looking forward to that last race, but what are you going to do? Everyone's going through the same stuff. And so uh, just get back home and chill and get back focused for the next season. Well, t- you know, Jake, talk about that, though, because last time I think was the last time that I saw you at uh, Astronomicon or maybe yeah, we talked. absolutely. Windsor. Uh, but, um, you know, you, you've gone – you were – I guess one of the, the fortunates one with the way your season fell is that, like you said, you only got one cancel for the season. So you felt like you got it in. And obviously uh, placing 14th in the world um, and wanting to break the well, just, it just, you made it easier on yourself and setting goals for next year and improving. So you, you got to understand, bro, the veteran thing is it's slow and steady, right? You, you get up there, That's you don't right. want to stupid and, and win a bunch of races back to back, then the expectations changed. But what was uh, what was the big thing? I guess maybe that that you learned, or maybe you felt because um, you had to pick something else up. You know, you like you're always looking for speed. But was there to yeah. get a new move, get a more confidence? Was it knowing knowing the tracks better because you'd been there before? How? Uh, Give me a rundown of uh, Jake Better on Jake Better's season of last year. Yeah, so um, it honestly was good. Me sitting at uh, my age and where I'm at on the team, and so just so everyone um, on the podcast can understand, they take the U.S. will take four athletes um, to the Olympic Games, and so every four years, it doesn't matter if like in the middle of the seat, like right now, if I was ranked number one on this on the team it really, it doesn't play an effect until that actual Olympic season. Cause we have like Olympic qualifiers that you have to perform on those events. And so honestly, the name of my game, um, since, since a young age is, I know I'm way a lot younger than the guys that I'm racing against. So it's just a name of, it's a game of staying healthy. Like I think just mentally, I'm more focused on the gyms. I do, I work my butt off in the off season to train. And then, so I'm prepared 
in the winter time to withstand a fall or a crash or if someone else runs into you because anything can happen in my sport and so honestly my i was happy with the season i finished healthy i'm i've just went wakeboarding today so that's always a good thing to finish your actual sport in the winter time and be able to have fun in the summer because it's so important um and like you're not you're not spending your summer rehabbing or whatever you're doing you're spending your summer on the on the lake and training and building to what you're what you're looking forward to and so um honestly the season was decent it could have went better i didn't have any podiums as the year before i got a second in italy and so it's just it's a everyone is everyone is so talented so it's, i look at it as my sport is like a big soundboard and you know you're just fine-tuning to get the perfect speed form um dynamics everything to win the race and to win the olympics and so honestly i i kept a chill mindset throughout the season it wasn't the best but i know i'm my goal my planning everything is for 2022 so that's just like one more step in the road we, it, it was good we, it was a good season <clears throat> Well, that's awesome. Now, is that some sort of like the the one thing that I was always impressed, uh, not only about you is is meeting meeting your mom and this the demeanor, and I know your dad too is your coach and stuff like that. But but it seems like when you watch like the respect and the relationship that you have because you've grown up and you've sort of knew what you wanted to do at a young age, and they've supported you, I guess, in that. What is the you know what is the big thing now? So, you know, you've been around, I guess, the game of the Olympic team. You, you know, you mentioned, you know, that it's um, not right now in the off season. You know, when you have to peak and what you got to do, you know, one of the things I, I guess, are there any lessons out there that you can share as far as like maybe a family rule, like our family rule was you can do anything, but if you don't give it the best, then you're done you know, one time, yeah. you know, I don't care how yeah. good or bad you are. My, you know what, it's funny. So my grandfather actually, um, and I feel like I have anyone in my family, I got a lot of my grandfather on my mom's side. Um, he actually raced NASCAR. And so he, like when he was growing up and um, his profession was racing cars. And so we relate a lot on the aspect of just being a professional athlete and how a lot of people necessarily get the wrong image on. I mean, it's a lot like speaking for myself the travel the the time i mean you don't see a benefit financially for a while it's a long-term investment all this stuff and you're at such a high risk all the time um but with my grandpa the one thing he's always telling me is like as long as the gas tank is on e 100 percent, that's why i don't i'm hard on myself enough to know that if i leave everything i got out there like that they were just better than me if i didn't win that person was honestly better than me that day so the moment it's time for me to win is to win. Like, I know that I just got to get better. Like, it's not like I'm just like, Oh, he got lucky. No, man, I got to work harder. Like, it's just, so as long as you're get, but with that, not beating yourself up all the time. Like if you left your gas tank, you have as good of a day, you, you had as much preparation as you could for that event, man, it just didn't go your way. That's like, I mean, it, you can't beat yourself up on it too much because I've seen people just eat themselves up and then I mean, quit the sport. They just, they can't handle it anymore. So honestly, I'm trying to just, along the process and how stressful and how much goes into it. I'm trying to have as much fun as I can. That's, and that's just trying to keep a level head during all of it, knowing that like, all right, I did leave my gas tank on E. So like, I can't be mad at myself if I got 16th place today in, in Spain, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's just, maybe I was the number one American um, that I finished, but maybe I got 16th in the world and yeah, the team's not happy either, but I still left it everything I had. So that's really how I run my stuff. And that's awesome because that's the one thing is that I'm, I had to learn, you know, that the way that I tick is I can get beat, 
getting beat means I gave it everything, you gave it everything, and you were better that day. But I'm going to come back at you, whatever. I'm not going to lose to you. And lose to you means that I'm responsible in lack of preparation. I'm the one who, you know, as I preach, don't lie to that person in the mirror because you know the work that you have to put in. Before you came on, I was mentioning that I'm, I'm sick and tired of bitching and moaning about my short game that I just put a, like a 27-yard hole in the backyard just so I work on the chip shot. You know, like it's, it's one of those things that I think that, and it's for anybody out there, that the, the secret ingredient of life is called hard work. And, and, and it's what do you put in to get out? Um, how much, uh, how much time? So does, as far as let's like talk about like when, when is your season supposed to start and, and is it go, do you go to the training? You're supposed to go to the training facilities. And I know that everything's changed, so you don't know yet, but when would your season or, um, when would your free time usually be done? So my I was supposed to like my season ends in April like first week of April and we're normally supposed to have that entire month off of just like no communication with coaches or anything just totally relax um excuse me but in June with like let's say COVID never happened I was supposed to be a camp in Oregon training on snow um at the glacier and Mount Hood training there right now for like two weeks in June and then in July I think maybe we're supposed to go to the Olympic Training Center in Park City um and then a trip down to like south america and so we're always just trying to follow the snow but to be honest with you um all of our stuff has been delayed and canceled because of COVID, and just they haven't figured out how we can figure out a team a team dynamic of all of us coming from all over the country all together at one point and you know we're, we're living in the same hotel room or whatnot so i my schedule right now is all up in the air um i'm normally when i start is like november is when my season really is picking up so i have to like my gym time is kind of i'm supposed to be peak performance around then and then i kind of transition into like the travel um just trying to stay like healthy and recover myself throughout the season so right now man we're just on chilling the travel um what is the thing that you i guess uh you hate like that people don't realize because i think you hit a poignant thing is that it's not all it's not all uh, bells and whistles and roses and champagne or whatever like that. Just because you, you know, reach uh, a very high level, it, the, the hard work and that they don't see the late nights and you know the travel and stuff like that. I guess what is what what are some of the things you've learned that that I guess that you hate or maybe also too is that you can't you know live without because you're you're not yeah, just so- in the United States. You're all over the world, right? Yeah, I would, man, if I had races just in the U.S., I promise you I would never complain about it. <laughs> I just, uh, it's, it's something, it, it's something about, like, man, when you just, I, I just know it. Like, when I'm heading to the airport, it's like, I'm literally, when I wake up this morning, and I, and I'm, trust me, I'm working on this because I, I can't go my whole career about complaining about the travel because it's, it's a major piece of it. So it's something that personally I'm working on, but it's, I'm trying to develop something to where I can have fun through when I leave my bed in the morning. I don't see another, I'm not in my actual bed for like 30 hours before I get to, if I'm in Austria, I mean, you jump on a nine hour flight to Amsterdam, okay, then Amsterdam layover, and then Amsterdam, you got a three hour flight here. Then you jump in a car, you're in a rental car for eight hours driving to the mountains. Like it's just by the time you do the math, it's like 30 hours until you're bed to bed. And for an athlete, when you're trying to treat, like 
your number, my number one job is to make sure I'm performing like physically and mentally at a hundred percent. My coach is like, I'm responsible for making sure my body feels good, making sure all this stuff is, is I'm able to snowboard at my best ability. And so for me, I just get frustrated because when I'm traveling, I feel like I'm just, I'm always fighting. I'm behind the game. I'm dehydrated. I'm just, my muscle, my legs are sore from sitting on a sitting like straight up in a chair for 20 hours or so. So for me, it just wears and tears on me just because I know how hard I have to get my, my body recovered just to even ride again. Um, but, and it, honestly, and then missing home. I mean, when you're gone six months out of the year, like you just, there's a lot that, yeah, I mean, it's not your home. I'm, you're always in, living out of a suitcase and just, I have only a few pairs, a few pairs of shorts and shirts that I travel with, and that's about it. Uh, that's not that's not a bad thing. That's uh, yeah, <laughs> you know that's the whole thing. Is, uh, also, too, you realize how long you you've been gone when you start saying, "Where am I?" And there's buildings been put up, or houses been put up, or stuff like that. Did you you notice that, like where you grew up in Pinkney, or you you go back to where you grew up? That you know you can see it's still the same place, but wow, things have changed. Well, honestly, being from Pinckney, and I don't know how many people know, like, how small, I mean, it's just a small, small town, and different than, like, the buildings going up, I just, I saw, one, how lucky I was, so, like, I would complain about the travel, but then I would come home, and, like, I'm talking to moms and dads that are my parents' age that are, have never even traveled, like, maybe been out of the country or something, let alone their kids just traveling all year round, and so I try to really, when I come home, I'm like, everyone's like, oh my gosh, like, you were just in 10 different countries in the last, like, two months, I'm like, shit like i can't just sit here and tell you how much it sucks like about the travel like so i change my like try not to be too negative about it so honestly that's the biggest thing when i see when i go home is like people just like they look at me as like i'm some world traveler when really like if i was honest with them i don't really enjoy it that much but what are you gonna do <laughs> i don't know it, it, it's like robin leach and the lifestyles of the richard famous i know you know it next time james tells mom that that uh that yeah, that's the thing. Dmac uh, described him as a, a world traveling uh, Robin Leach. Um, <laughs> Nick, Nick, you want to chime in here, bro? I don't want to monopolize. Well, yeah, actually, I do, but it's four twenty, so I got to. I got to. <laughs> right. So I, I mean, that's why your name's on the banner, bro. I get it. Um, yeah, Robin know. Leach is like it's like what the new. It's like what Cribs. You remember Cribs? That's it. Robin Leach was cribs for old people, essentially. What that is. He talked about He did. He, <laughs> he made it fancy. <laughs> he made it super fancy. So, dude, tell us a little bit. So, you're you're in a small town, Michigan. Clearly, you're good at snowboarding. How do you make? How did that that transition go from? Hey, I like the snowboard and I'm good at it to now, you know, looking at the Olympics in 2022. Um, I started when I was two years old. Um, my dad throwing me on skis and just like, I mean, my, the love for the sport started so young for me. Um, I started snowboarding when I was five, but when, honestly, when it all clicked was when like I decided this is what I'm doing, like this is going to be my profession was around like 13 to 14. Um, I got asked to come train with the U S team. And that's like when, I just, I knew that if you need, if you're putting all something like it's this, like if I was going to put anything, any time or effort, money, anything, anything, like this is it. Like I'm putting it into myself. Like it's my own, like this is my business. I'm going to invest in myself by sacrifices, time, like missing high school, all this crazy stuff. 
and it all comes into the same picture on just your sacrifice for wanting to be the best in the world. And like, as much as snowboarding is just a piece for it, I'm just a competitor. Like I want to win my goal is set on representing my country and winning a gold, but snowboarding just has to be the piece on what I'm going to do it in. Um, and so for like, when I, when I was about like 13 to 14 is when I like started, stopped all my sports and really started focusing on this. Um, but I made the transition from like Michigan, living in Michigan to living out West in the winter time when I was about like 15 full time, I was just, I knew that in the winter it was Michigan wasn't offering me as what I needed. And so I just, um, I decided to go live out in Colorado. And so that's where I spent my winters and I come home like every April, but I just give myself the opportunity. If it's, if it's a normal day and I'm not competing, it's, I can at least go snowboard versus being in Michigan and not really being able to, you know? That's crazy, man. It's, you know, it, you look at, you know, like talking about the transition, you got invited by the USA team. Is it kind of like other sports where, you know, you're looking for scouts and you send in videos and, and, you know, looking for scholarships. Is it kind of like that? Or did the U S team just kind of hear about you through the grapevine and bite you out? Kind of through the grapevine. Um, it's, it's a weird snowboarding is, I mean, it's like, I can't, honestly, I can't even imagine making the Olympic team in hockey. Like, it's just, that's like how crazy it is, is snowboarding is such a weird, it's being from Michigan. Like I didn't even know, like there was a few, it's actually funny. The only people that I actually knew from Michigan snowboarding are like Kyle Mack. He's like, he's from Michigan. He got second at the Olympics last, last Olympics. So it's like, there's a few people, but like when you're from a small town in Michigan and like a snowboarder that it's not normal, like there's no one really out there. Um, and so like when I went to Colorado, I just started meeting different coaches and just literally asking, like I was just kind of in my business, in my business way of just cold calling CEOs. I was cold calling coaches trying to figure out what I was doing. Like I was just all in or nothing, you know? Oh, my turn. (laughs) Um, yeah. So Obviously, like, let's get beyond uh, the snowboarding, right? And you just said it. That's what you do. Uh, It's not who you are. What are some of the things? Because like you said, you've been, you've seen and been and traveled to places that a lot of people haven't done. What what are some of the things that are, or I guess, are there things like you look into as what you want to do in the future when snowboarding's done? Have you looked? beyond that or sort of planned ahead as, as you've gone along? Honestly, um, as much as I, as much as I've traveled, um, I, I have a, it, I've found more of a piece to stay in Michigan. Not that like that's where I'll always be, but I will have like a house in Michigan forever. But with that, I want to develop like even real estate. My mom's in real estate right now. And honestly, I want to develop in my sport, like develop my name, my brand, um, and everything I need to do to just like, seamlessly carry on i mean that's the athlete's perfect dream but seamlessly carry on to my next life um and that's what i'm just trying to do now knowing that snowboarding only takes up as much of like a time and in my head it takes up 100 percent of the time but really in my right now like dude i might take my real estate license this summer why not just take the test and get it but just in that way just start developing the brand and aspect behind like oh shoot you're you could have an olympic snowboarder be a realtor i don't know just like my mind just goes off on how people look at me and in the sport. And now I'm like, okay, how can I get money from like in the business mind? How can I like do something to get money from that? And so um, we're doing this common or the comic book stuff. That's really cool. I'm trying to do just as much stuff, honestly, outside to diverse my brand and my name. 
So I'm just I'm an open book, well, man. I'm. <laughs> uh, that's why I love you, kid, and that's why you you know the 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 Shredder Vetter is part of the you know the the Grind Time family and stuff like that. With which is you know you mentioned your uh, your comic book, and you can see I always do that. Yeah. Um, there's a second edition to the, where the Donnie Brook, where my uh, team, the Burnaby Blazers, is introduced. But working with uh, Dom Reg, uh, what do I? Fuck, Regio, Nick, Dom Regio. I know it's Regario or something, but it's Regio. It's, that's what I, it's uh, Regio. Regio. How did you? Uh, how did you, Reg- Dom, meet uh, uh, Jake? Yeah. So um, my um, like my attorney and agent um, Storm at the time, he just he knew Dominic um, being from the area and living. I think I think they were actually both maybe from the Birmingham area or something like that. They knew each other. Um, and honestly, that's like, they kind of came together and like opposed this to me, but I've never been, I didn't know anything about the comic book world. I've damn, I've never even read a comic book. I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know anything about it. So I was like, am I just a character or are you actually going to make a story about me? And so once I learned more about the process, also learned that how involved you are in the process and just what, what Dominic and you guys are doing on your side, um oh dude this is badass like i need to jump i just need to jump along this train like going to the comic cons um with you like it's just crazy so i like i looked at that when he came to us as just a huge um just a huge opportunity so i'm glad that we're working on it i'm i we need this covid stuff to stop man we need to get back we need to get back on tour the comic con tour speak of that was that your first comic con the astronomicon that we were at uh last year was that the first time yeah, you've been to an astronomical? What what did you yeah. what what did you really like about it or what surprised you? Honestly, what surprised me the most is how loyal these the like the fan base is. These people were man, they they're not even know, but they were crazy for you. I was walking around and there was people running around in twenty five jerseys. You know what I'm saying? It's like it the people that like I feel like the more if I keep doing this, like I'm going to be stoked the moment someone tries to literally dress up as me or something. Like, I don't know. Like that's the world that people would do that in. And so I realized just how dope that world is. Like I just, the Comic-Con world, I had no, I even no idea that Comic-Cons were even a thing, how big the one in Detroit is. And so dude, when I went to that first one, I was like, Holy smokes. Like this is just really cool. A lot of good energy. Um, Everyone was stoked to be there and they were really stoked like to see the people that they came for, which is really cool. Well, you know, and and that's the one thing I love about you too is is like your true appreciation. Like I say, your people can understand how you're so wise beyond your years. It's like I wish I would have got it at your age about you know the, the building it, but everything else. Now, do you know who the band the Verve Pipe is? They, they might no, be a little man. My, my dad would give me shit right now though, but I'm the dad, your dad. I don't know because. Uh, <laughs> Singer's good buddy. His name's Brian Vanderark, and he's been playing yeah. music and from Lansing. And they, you know, were sort of a college. They're they're a phenomenal band, but they've been doing it thirty years. And his thing is that if you always if you get a thousand people, no matter if it's family, friends, whatever, thousand people loyal to always buy your stuff or follow you or understand it. That's what he's made a career at now. The object is to get more, but if you concentrate on those thousand, you know, and you're far and you're way ahead of it because it's it's that person that's dressed up or that person that's wearing my jersey or whatever, I wanna I wanna meet him. 
just the same way as you are because you know like that's the utmost flattery in the certain way and when when you can the best part of that nobody's ever been to a con uh comic con or whatever kind of it that's what you get is that a, a, an absolute devotion and you see it both ways and in today's day and age that's you know more more the way the world should sort of process um in my in my opinion now do you, do you golf at all jake no man we i suck so bad at golf that sucks i've even t- i've talked to nick about it i'm so bad i need to i need to play with nick. i need to come too <laughs> maybe i need to hit the backyard the d-max special huh there you go that's the way to start kid that's the way to that's the way to start trust me the guys that we play with you're more than welcome <laughs> this is something I do. Hey, if you want to battle yourself and want to have it, understand the relationship, is that you got to pick up golf. You'll pick it up at some point. Um, no, oh, I see that. that I, and everybody, so let, every, let everybody know what what do you do that in your pastime? Obviously, obviously wakeboard or skateboard or stuff on a board. But what else? What yeah. else you got going? Let people know a little bit more about the shredder vetter. Um, besides like, honestly, besides all the sports and stuff, like besides the boating, um, the skateboarding, like that all is just so I can try to stay active on, like active on a board. So when I come snowboarding in winter time, you know, I'm ready for it. But I, I spend a lot of time doing, um, business, like just different business stuff. I'm really, I'm thriving in just like the online social media marketing world and just what's trending, what's happening. Like I, it's funny people like laugh at me and probably people listening just thought this took a different turn but like my sport is just like so one piece to me that like i'm honestly i think i'm a businessman at heart that is just building a brand like at building a massive brand um step by step that i'm just like enjoying the process of so i i'm dude i'm thriving on business stuff i'm trying to like learn different ways to make money what's um just like different trends that's going to happen trying to like think ahead of the process you know what i'm saying like before TikTok happened, like what what was the app that was gonna come? Like I would, I'm just trying to like always think on that and just try to be a step in front of the game. I no, I, I love it, dude, and I love it. And then I'm a student, so I'll be inter- introducing you as businessman Jake Better. Oh, and he's really, really good at snowboarding. <laughs> no, no, that's bro, that's cool, dude. I gotta tell everybody I got the Darren McCarty slaps a comedy tour. I'm not a comic. I'm not sense enough to be a comic, but I'm also got a band called Grinder. And I'm not even a musician. I'm not talented enough to be a musician. I'm an entertainer. So I like to be introduced as the entertainer. You get to be introduced as the businessman. I like it. Let's what go. Are we That's a team. What did you say? I, I said, what do we introduce Nick as other than pipes? Oh, Nick. Look at you. Guns out, guns out. It's going to hurt myself. I'm too old to flex. I'll break something. <laughs> where's Quinn today? Quinn's where's, Quinn's where's been getting yelled at all day. What? My, yeah, my monster of a little child, my four-year-old uh, Jake broke her leg a couple. Of so she got oh. the boot. Now we've been weeding her off, and she just took it as like, yeah, I'm I'm good now. So she takes it <laughs> and she gets yelled. So she, it's I just yell at her. We just yell at the kids for the last couple of. Days. Because we don't want her to do it again, but she doesn't listen, man. It's- 
Dude, Kaladi spent the night last night and is still here, and they're being little psychopaths. The most feared. Oh, man. Where's my picture? Mm -hmm. That's my favorite. Oh, it's weird. <laughs> I can't read it. Uh, everybody knows yeah, my so. picture oh, of the shining and stuff. So, Jake, well, here's the thing. I was asking about golf and stuff because here at Grind Time with Darren McCarty, you know, we're, we're making friends all over in these win-wins and relationships. We got a buddy at the club lab named Jared Miller. Now, so if it's not golf and what the club lab does is I don't have my putter on me because it's uh, cooling off, is he um, engraved the 25 and he put all four cups in mine, sort of like, you know, like I, so I don't have to go around like telling everybody like this. I just show my putter, you know, DMAC, why are you making all those putts? And I show them. You know, you know how it goes, Jake. They get it. What is they it? get it. You what? don't need to talk. Do you have a – well, I, I do because I got to hear myself. It's not for you. It's for me. Um, yeah. The, the, uh, do you do you collect stuff or do you – like you're not in a – like did you ever – I know we all play sports, but like video games or like music yeah, or no, what? I, yeah, I play a lot of actually off – like in just my off time, I actually do play, I play a lot of video games. Um, and honestly, I was talking about this with someone else just this week. The, the reason video games, and it's funny, some people, like, if they know anything, they'll like, the, I think they'll understand me, but if not, they'll be like, oh, you're just like some gamer. And when you're playing a video game, again, especially as an athlete, there's so much stuff going on in your head all the time. It's just like, it's not like you're focused on the game. You're just not focused on everything else. And so that's why I like it is like when I'm just playing a video game or it doesn't matter what it is. One, it's fun, but like, I'm just like, I'm almost stress-free, which is, um, that's why I do it. So I play a lot of video games, um, a lot of streaming, thought I was going to get into streaming, but that's just a whole nother world of world of, you got to make sure you do it every day and whatnot. But yeah, I don't know. I like gaming. Gaming's fun. No, that's, dude, that's, that's cool. No, but that makes so much sense, and it doesn't matter if it's video games or a book or, you know, a, yeah, a game, an app on phone, like the WWE Champions wrestling game that I'm playing right now. And oh, I'm in one of those, Nick, I'm back at one of those uh, roadblocks. I need to get I need to get this level up here so I can get into this next, and it's just really disturbing me. I got that, and I got a bad short game. So, um, yeah. <laughs> tough, what, tough what life, man. Just, tough. I, dude, it is. It is. Oh, yes. Well, speaking of that, uh, so everybody at home, you should know that Nick had to actually go back into work. So is this a, a continuous thing or is it just you got to go in for once a week now? No, probably going for a couple of days here and there, but mostly, you know, being in sales and that kind of thing, I get to work remote and, and it, you know, it's cool. It makes the life a little bit easier and it's, uh, you know, I can, most of my job I can do remote. So it's not bad, man. I don't want to go back to the real world. I like being in my, you know, my own little space and, and doing everything. You know, Jake, I was, uh, we were talking, I saw some of your, uh, some of the merch you had coming out. I don't know if, if the studio's got those pictures lined up. Tell us a little bit about what's going on with that or where people can find this stuff. Yeah, so we actually, um, along with our production that we're doing right now, is it's trying to create this merch for us um, all year round. And I'm just, again, on early stages of taking my whole entrepreneurship um, as the whole, as the chief, but making sure like it's, I mean, okay, so you can find all the merch at uh, .com. Um It will be released. I think we're doing a merch drop within the next coming week. So stay tuned on social media. Um, but really, I dig this because it's like, 
again, it's a fun business vendor for me. Like I was, I've been waiting on shirts for like three, three months now because of this COVID stuff. But you know, that's just like an air in business. Like if I wasn't in this, I would never get to experience like that little hardship of a me being out money, waiting on, waiting on order to come in. Sorry if it's windy. Um, but yeah, man, it's awesome. It's a fun thing that we're doing. Um, uh, just to, again, to keep the brand going and, um, something that people can support me on throughout, I, throughout my career. So yeah, it will be on jakevetter.com and probably the next week or so we'll be dropping something. That's the old, that, that's the big thing that I like in trying to find different things and stuff like that. Like, uh, collectible stuff that people want to remember. I mean, I love that, uh, that emblem or that logo or your brand with the JV and then the, uh, the, is that uh, Mount Holly or is that uh, Pine Knob there, mountain in the middle? No, there? Mount, oh, well, that's a little probably... Brighton. Sorry, probably, probably the Rockies or is that too small? No, well, it, 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 in in my head, in my head, in my head, it's like Mount Brighton, but it obviously doesn't look like Mount Brighton. It's a little bit bigger than that, but um, in my head, it just it shows like a little mountain, and that's just. I mean, I know where I got my start on the grassroots of of Mount Brayton. So this is kind of a little like we'll little piece that gives me like some motivation. Absolutely. Because that's what it means to you or what it doesn't matter. And it can mean to everybody else, but talk about that. Talk about, cause I know you're a big, you know, a big advocate of helping them raise money and then the programs there about where you never forgotten where you came from. Talk about, you know, you say you started at two years old, but what did you love or what was, even though, it's not the biggest hill. It's not whatever else. What is it that you learned there or what that you loved about it growing up? Honestly, it's the repetitions that you could get uh, at Mount Brain. And what I mean by that is when you go to Colorado, man, it's like a, it's such a resort. It's a scheduled time. It would be, they open at 9 a.m. They close at four, but you can only, the runs, like you honestly you might get 10 runs a day and in like a Colorado resort or something, which is still like a full day of riding, but I look at Mount Brighton as like it's repetitions. Yes, it's small, but you can take a hundred runs and you can ride till you can ride till ten o'clock at night. And some nights, sometimes they'll open till like midnight. You know, it's just it's way better with your friends. Um, and it's just I don't know. It's it's cool to be have it in your backyard. It's there's so many good so much good talent still there. I'll go there and I'll be I'll be blown away um, at just the local talent that I see there. And so that's why I love supporting it is because. It's just, it's my profession and what I'm doing, and I want it to continue growing in Michigan. Because I just think there's there's so much hardworking kids that might not get the opportunity that I did. Um, so I'm just trying to get as many eyes on that place as possible. You're muted, you goofball. <laughs> he doesn't, he, you're, muted. you're muted, we can't hear you. There it, oh, there it is. He's coming. He's coming for it. <laughs> we still can't hear him. Max, <laughs> I think he's playing with his earbuds a little bit too much right now. He's got the the <laughs> new mask from Mass Swag, and our guys over, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> our, our stalls boys trying to get it all hooked up. Those masks are sick. But yeah. They're sweet, right? You can go on there, masswag.com. I'm looking at Max's face right now, and he's just, it almost looks like, <laughs> he looks like a psychopath right now. Yeah, dude, you can go on there. You can customize whatever you want. You can put faces on there, colors, 
uh, I'm sure they've gotten some crazy requests for some certain things and, and got a little nuts on that. How often do you get back to, uh, to Mount Brighton? You try and go there once yeah, a year um, or what? You know, no, honestly, more than that. If I can make it home, you know, around Christmas time, I'll be home for like two weeks out of the year. So or like in like during that time, like I'll be home for two weeks around Christmas. So honestly, you can catch me up there any like any day of the week that I'm not traveling um, or like in Colorado training. I bet you this season I probably rode like 20 days at Mount Brighton, which is a decent amount. Like I was there a good amount. That's awesome. And then when you're out in, you know, you're training in Utah, right? Is that where you're at? You guys are at? Yeah. Uh, we have our Olympic training nice. center, like the the gym. The gym is in um, Park City, Utah, but my, like, on snow training, um, I choose to live just in Colorado. It's just it, – you can really – it's not like – they just want you snowboarding. Like, if you're not with the team, they more just want you actually on snow just riding. Just work on getting, getting your swole on, I'm assuming. Yeah, you got, got you got like a what's your what's that training regimen look like when you're so like we we got what we got Beijing in 2022. What does that look like as far as okay, like what is your God? So throw I'm getting nauseous just looking at that picture they posted. Um, like what does that look like? <laughs> Honestly, what like you know six to ten and you're you're just in it going after it or what? Yeah, so normally in my regimen, obviously this COVID's thrown a whole twist of stuff, but um, normally in my regimen, you'll, you'll catch me at the Legacy Center in Brighton, um, Michigan, training from like seven, like around seven to 10. Um, and with that, we really focus in the summer, we really focus on gaining my weight. I lose a decent amount of weight in the season. So really just getting that muscle mass and putting it back on. And then in the season, I really just try to like, it's, it's hard to explain to people, but I lose a lot of weight in the season just from travel, from not eating, from like, and I just, the food might be bad. And so you just, you're not eating as you normally would at your home cooked meal. So um, I end up losing like 10 to 15 pounds in the wintertime. So in the summer, I just really, really focus on trying to put that weight back on the right way um, in my muscles. And so I'm just nice and strong. And then heading towards the Olympics, um, everything's just getting tuned up, man. I look at that. My life has been like a sword and we're just about to sharpen the edge of it for like this next like year and a half push towards the game. So, um, yeah, just developing a really good team of people, including physical therapists and stuff that are just on, on my side, ready to, ready to roll. Um, take this on full, full head, full head of steam at the Olympics. Did you, are you, are you prepared for Olympic village? I've heard some crazy stories. Got to be some. Got to <laughs> yeah. be ready. Got to yeah. be ready about Olympic yeah. Village. That's what I, that's what I've heard, that's... man. I'm not even gonna lie. I'll say it on here, but even Youth Olympics was pretty. I know what you're talking about, and even Youth Olympics is pretty crazy. It was like, it's just a free for all, man. But honestly, I think it's good, man. You get all these athletes, you get some of the best athletes together in the world, and you know, let them have fun for two weeks. It's two weeks that they train their entire life for, and let it all go. That's amazing. Yeah, I've seen checking out some of your social media and stuff and seeing out there wakeboarding, you know, a little bit of everything. Was was that, you know, was that a part of the training or was that just something of you living out in Pinckney and, you know, enjoying with friends and family? It's a piece of it is um, in my head. I like to think I'm skipping the gym or something and going in the water and training. Actually, today I missed the gym and I was like, I was trying to tell my buddy, I'm like, all right, well. You know, maybe I'll just surf extra, you know, get, get the extra workout for my legs. But, I mean, really, it's just for fun. It's 
it's still good to be on a board and all that, but it's, I just, man, it's, for me, it's really important to have fun in the off season with your friends and family that I don't get to see um, in the rest of the year. So um, I just enjoy it. I think I'm back. That's Am awesome. I back? Am I back? You're back. Matt. You're good, buddy. Hey, hey, I can nice hear you anyways. Remember, but you didn't give the code, DMAC25-4X. DMAC and you can get the best part, the Gators on the top, the DMAC official right here. That That's pretty I creepy. like that. Yeah. I can't get the wife like to put that. it on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that, so, so that's that's good. So the key now, Jake, is uh, pretty much to uh, to stay healthy, come out of this, and just be prepared, and just sort of wait to see what the next uh, the next, I guess, adventure yeah, is or whatever just, like that. Do, like, so as the other sports are coming back and different things, has there been talk amongst you guys of, or is it because it's the off season, nobody's really worried about it yet? No, we're we're having talks and communication already. Um, it's things are starting to get ramped back up. I actually might take a solo trip out to Oregon um, with one of my filmers just for just to get on snow for four days and just like, I mean, it's it, a lot of the other teams are training overseas right now, and so it's just you you don't want to take a full break off snowboarding for like the entire summer. So you want that's why they try to get us some trips here, bounce back and forth. But uh, yeah, man, just staying healthy. Moving forward and uh, working my ass off, man. It's a it's a team. And that's another thing. Man. It's not just me. It takes an entire team of people to make sure I'm moving. Make sure I get in the start gate mentally, physically, um, and then even on the business side, it's a whole nother team of people. So it's just it's I, I appreciate the team that we got going forward, and I think we got the best one going forward towards the Olympics. So I'm ready. Well, that's a great segue because here at Grind Time with Darren McCarty, part of the Grind Time family. I'm real excited um, as far as one of the wings is because uh, the Pincana, uh, the medical marijuana and the Darren McCarty brand is coming true. And uh, but here's the whole thing about the cannabis and stuff is is the the most part. And if uh, David, if you can show the the clip of the brand, did did we get that or um but I want to show you because the whole point is, as you know, with branding. So the Darren McCarty brand that is out there. Yeah, see, so the top with the Darren. So this is the pre-roll, which is great, you know, for which will be launched. Um, and, uh, and allegedly, I cannot com- confirm or deny except for fans of 25 on 19. Yes, I will be up in Kalkaska next Thursday, 11 o'clock in the morning to unveil the first 1800 pre-rolls. However, that isn't um directed towards you what's directed towards you is the most important thing is that also is unveiling of the roll-on uh hemp 100 hemp cbd which means it's all natural which means it's e-commerce which means it is acceptable in your sport by your by the commissions and stuff like that so i want you to know that as far as your aches and pains, as far as on the up and up, as far as the hemp roll-ons and stuff, uh, the Darren McCarty brand will be happy to provide you with all you need and, and uh, for all your friends or whatever like that, we'll figure that out. But, um, you know, awesome, the, the one thing that, that I find is, as you see, is that the ideas that will pop into your head, the um, directions that you're going to go uh, – 
I guess the advice that I would give the advice that I would give you is uh is to don't dismiss anything. It's the timing might not be right for now, but no idea is bad in in what you're doing. That's right. Some of the greatest ideas, some of the greatest things, and I think you said it yourself, where you know that this is just one aspect of you, right? Whereas you look at me, the hockey player, I was successful at it, but that's not who I am uh, as of now and, and moving forward. So what I love and I continue to see and will support you and you have grind time and uh, NRM and whatever uh, we can do uh, and Dom to, to help support you, you because you can help so many other people just how you have sort of how you figured it out in your own way because you're an inspiration to all those, you know, kids out there. And it's not about, like you said, the best thing I heard is that, you know, I'm good at snowboarding. I love snowboarding, but I also realize there's more things to life. And I think that that as, you know, one of the um, younger successful, one of just one of the younger people that I know, that's successful in stuff like that. I can't uh, <laughs> help but wish you uh, continued success in whatever you do and say hi to your folks and um, you let me know or you let Nick know if we can uh, help you with anything. But keep posting and uh, keep us in tune, buddy. And thanks for joining us today. Go back. Uh, that water looks nice. You might want to get back in there for another round. <laughs> Man, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't thank you enough, man. And I just, uh, from Nick and DMAC, all you guys, it's just, it's sweet. And thank you guys, one, for bringing me a part of the family. But also, um, it's just having the Detroit support behind me is so kick-ass and just, like, leading towards what we're about to attack in these next year and a half. Um, I wouldn't want it any other way. So I appreciate you guys more than you know. And, um, yeah, we will for sure be getting at it soon. And on the golf course, I'm gonna, I might sneak into your backyard shortly. My, my Come, on over, over. Come on over, I don't even need to <laughs> do it. You be grinding away. That's how we do it. All right, Jake the Shredder better, ladies Much and love, gentlemen. Man. That is one good man. Thanks for joining us. There he is, kid. Pink me zone. And uh, Peace. what else can you say, Nick? Uh, proud of the kid. Um, he's uh, definitely unique, but he's somebody that I think that uh, – You know, what it reminds me of is that role models, and this is a great segue as we lead out because I want to say officially congratulations to Kenny Holland, who was inducted to the Hockey Hall of Fame in the Builders category for what he did here. I texted him yesterday, and we all call him uh, me drapes, Ozzy Maltz, you know, call him Uncle Kenny, but uh, he's one of the biggest influences in my life, and he's, you know, always been there. Forget about the hockey part, uh, the life part. So congrats to that. And just like Jake, uh, Jerome McGinley, who I got to play with in Calgary, when I tell people that if your kid likes Jerome McGinley, he's his favorite player, then you've done a good job raising your kid. So get out there, 25 on 19, grind time with Darren McCarty for friends and family. Get out there, check out jakevetter.com, Jake the Shredder Vetter. Um, Yes, I nicknamed him Shredder. Uh, That's what I do around here. All right, Nick, uh, until uh, next Tuesday, um, you have a good weekend, bud. I don't know if I'll see you or not. You too, man. I'm sure. Maybe uh, what's going on, buddy. But have a good weekend, Jelly Bean, and uh, I'll definitely see you Tuesday.
do one thing. Just make sure you tell Quinn, I love her and I miss her so much. That's right. Time for this Thursday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hit them any which way you want. Have a good time. Scribe time. And we're out.